It's time for Lobo Talk, and you can participate right now. Call us at 243-3333. Now, here's the voice of the Lobos, Robert Portnoy. Good evening, everybody. We welcome you live inside Salt Yard East. It is Lobo Talk, live on the UNM Sports Radio Network. Listen to the crowd, another great throng here at our brand new home for Lobo Talk. And how about it? Big round of applause for Coach Gonzalez and the Lobos. A huge win over UTEP. 27 to 10 at University Stadium. Danny Gonzalez, the Lobo head football coach, is alongside. I'm Robert Portnoy. We are at Salt Yard East. Come sit, stay, and play at your new home, Fort Lobo Talk. Coach G, congratulations. Thanks, Another sir. handshake. What a great Thank win. You. It was uh, really good. I thought our kids played really hard. They played really physical. Um, we made enough plays to win the game. Enough plays to win the game, and I think that it was a big deal that the script kind of started off the same way that it did a year ago in El Paso, and where you didn't close at the Sun Bowl last year, you showed the distance that you traveled from then to now, because you guys did, and you ended up uh, closing strong, you know, with the last score and, and kind of pulling away at the finish. You know, the third play of the third quarter, we almost screwed it up and gave them the exact momentum that they had last year. But true freshman A.J. Halsey made an unbelievable play after we got beaten coverage, kept him out of the end zone, and I thought that was the difference in the game. An incredible play, and, and you're right. Um, if, if we rewind back even one weekend prior, I think we were sitting here talking about that block punt being the mm-hmm. turning point of the game against Boise State when it was still very tight and undecided and early in the second mm-hmm. half. And this time the Lobos made that key play, didn't they? We did, you know, and I thought it was, I mean, if that's 20-10 to 10 with them having all the momentum, it's a completely different outcome, a completely different game. We're going to be fighting our tails off. And I thought we were the better team. I thought we were more physical and, and – we made enough plays. Now, we still made way too many assignment mistakes, uh, more than what I would like at this point of the season, being our third game in. But uh, the new off- the offensive line, I mean, they're still working together, and, and the communication, we've got to clean that up. We've worked on that this week because we can't make those mistakes this week and, and give ourselves any kind of chance. I don't want to move off of that play by A.J. Halsey just yet because it was truly special. And, and that doesn't just happen by accident. I think that that's a direct result of – your philosophy and the way that you teach and what your staff as a whole preaches and now in year three how it feels like the whole program is fully bought in and that a true freshman like that that you know hearing it and seeing it not only from you guys but from the older players on the team and the run to the ball and it doesn't matter and it never stops the play isn't over and it's just it's amazing I just thought it was amazing the fact that he made that play you have no idea how important it was for multiple reasons. I mean, we preach that stuff. You never know when the play's over. I mean, you, all you have to do is get him down, and we get one more chance to keep him out of the end zone. Well, Coach Owls in his meeting, uh, when they were going over the game, A.J. kind of laughed. and He goes, Coach, I'm going to be honest with you. I thought for a second, ah, oh, forget it. I ain't going to make it up. And he defeated that little demon in his mind and took off like a, a bat out of hell and got there. And so um, it, it, he's really fast. But the biggest part of that play was he knew what he was doing. He punched that ball out, and he immediately was trying to convince the refs that it was a touchback. And it was. It was the right call. And so, obviously, he's very into the game. He, he knew what he was doing. And, I mean, that's a big-time play. And I'll be able to show that for the rest of my career on why you don't stop playing. Unbelievable play at, at such an important moment. And for him, I, I, you talk to us about the athlete that he is because well, he, he's a big dude. I saw him today, and, and, you know, you guys go a little bit lighter um, you know, on the last full practice before a game. 
His legs are massive. They I are. Mean, he's a monster. He is. He's, he's over 200 pounds. He's a true freshman. He's about 5'11". He's got unbelievable ball skills. Um, he's uh, He can go up and get it. He's not afraid of, of making plays. His closing, closing speed is, is one of the best I've been around. And, I mean, he's making plays at a very high level as a true freshman, which is not very common. So the reason that he's in the football game, the reason that Benji Johnson was in the football game, um, I know the news is not good, and unfortunately we have to share it with the fans tonight, but you're, you're starting Lobo, Tavian Combs, the results of his MRI are back? They, they are. He tore his ACL, so he's out for the season. Uh, they'll start some stuff um, this week for rehab on his quad and, and range of motion and all those things so that he has a better chance of coming out of the surgery. We'll have surgery in mid-October. So we won't get Tavian back until June, which is really sad because he's, he's an unbelievable human being outside of being a great football player. And Saturday was really hard on him mentally. Uh, the last couple of days, he's really kind of put his head around it and, and put himself to be driven to get back as fast as he can. And so we're going to miss him out on the practice on the football field, but he's still a part of us, and, and we'll continue down that path and get him back and excited to have him back next year. When your home has a plumbing, heating, cooling, or electrical problem, you need experts you can trust. Call your friends at TLC Plumbing today. We're live at Salt Yard East. It is Lobo Talk live on the UNM Sports Radio Network. We're located at 6001 Osuna Road Northeast. We're just east of San Mateo on Osuna here at Salt Yard East. Come and see us. We're here um, most Thursdays for football. Occasionally move up to a Wednesday if the game is played on a Friday. But we're here mostly on Thursdays during football, 7 to 8 p.m., talking Lobo football with you, with Coach Gonzalez, a Lobo assistant football coach, and a Lobo standout player. And that's what we're doing here tonight. We're right up to the top of the 8 o'clock hour, so come see us. If you're, you're in the metro, you can hear us on the radio. Great food, great drink, great location. They've got uh, Cleveland Browns, Pittsburgh Steelers up on the big screen, Thursday night football going. So all kinds of things you can do here at Salt Yard East tonight. Um, amazing that a player, Tavian Combs, who had such a big role as a true freshman himself in that position, and now because of how he played last week, A.J. Hulse, he's going to get a start at that spot? He is, and if you watch Tavian out of practice, even the last couple of days, he's been coaching those guys up from stuff that he sees from his experience. I mean, that's invaluable because those guys now have been in the system for three years, and he can explain it in, in their language. And I thought he's done a really good job this week. I mean, it's, it's kept him into it. And then A.J., I mean, it's going to be his first start. And so uh, we'll, we'll keep an eye on him, and Benji's ready to go, and I'm excited for A.J. Gosh, to get your first start. At pretty, LSU, pretty wild place. Tiger Stadium, yeah, it is ninety thousand people. <laughs> they're and they're wearing they're all purple. I mean, it, it'll be it, it's going to be fun. It is going to be fun. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about it. And uh, I know everybody's juiced up for it. And and we're going to talk more about that. But I don't want to leave the the outstanding effort against UTEP just yet because what thirty six years since the last time a Lobo defense forced seven turnovers. That's incredible, Coach. You know, I was twelve years old. I mean, that's a long time ago in nineteen eighty six. Seven turnovers is, is beyond the expectation, but it was because, I mean, you, the interceptions part of it, you have to have good players that make plays. And, I mean, A.J. Halsey going up and getting that first one, uh, he high-pointed it on a deep ball. I mean, he's showing up at the line of scrimmage like he's going to cover the running back, rifles out, gets to the deep middle, and intercepts the ball on the sideline. How many angles did you see on that play? Because it looked to me like he actually made a, a catch that was good on Sunday. Did he get both he got feet both inside feet the boundary? Yeah. He did. Unbelievable. And then yeah. got up and ran to our sideline. I mean, celebrated with his buddies, and, and it was awesome. Uh, 
Dante Martin did a great job reading coverages and seeing the quarterback. Got to be able to get the ball. Obviously, the Rico Hanna touchdown was caused because Jarek uh, reads in great coverage, knocks the ball up in the air, and because we're running to it, we catch it and put it in the end zone. And then the the fumbles, those are all off effort. I mean, we, we talk about it. If if one guy's holding them up, the other guy's going there and try and kill him. And the harder you hit him, the sooner the ball, the more the, often the ball will fall out. And if you got four or five guys around the pile, you got a lot better chance of, of getting it out. Dante did get a pick, and, and Dante continues to play his tail off at, at one of your cornerback spots. And, and I, I mean, we, we talked about this on the TV show at the beginning of the week. For some reason, they decided to try to pick on Jarek Reed in this game, and that, that was just a bad idea. Yeah, it was. It didn't work out for him. I mean, they threw it at him nine times. They didn't catch it once. He had four PBUs. One of them turned into a touchdown. So, I mean, you got to make your choices as coaches, and that, that one won a smart one, and, and I was surprised by it. But Coach Dimmel and, and uh, Coach Warner and those guys, they do a great job, and they saw something on tape that they thought they could expose. And I'm good that they challenged Jarek like that because he needs that. And we'll see if they keep challenging the rest of the season. Consider Salt Yard East for your next private event from big screens to plenty of seating and food and drinks to satisfy every taste. They're serious about having fun at Salt Yard East. We're live at Salt Yard East. It's Lobo Talk on UNM Sports Radio Network. We have a phone line for you at 505-243-3333, 505-243-3333. You can get a question, a comment, a suggestion, Anything for Coach Gonzalez, we'll take your phone call. And if you have a question or, uh, or a comment for Coach G, you're here with us at Salt Yard East. Bring it right up to us. We'll get it on the air that way. We're just about to get to our first break. I, I feel like there was even more out there for your team. I, I guess the one thing with regard to the turnovers, and you guys have created, I believe it's 10 of them now, mm-hmm. is just not enough points off of those turnovers. Not I, even it's close. Two out of 10, right? Right. So, this could have been a, a complete runaway, couldn't it? Should have been, but it wasn't because we made too many mistakes. And that's what I was talking about earlier, critical errors. You can't uh, – and, and it wasn't like UTEP made some great adjustment at halftime. I wish that was the problem. That wasn't the case. We killed ourselves way too many times. I mean, we know where they're at, and we got guys that in the first half were doing a great job because I thought in the first half we ran the ball really well. And then the second half, we've got the same – I mean, uh, we've got a guy that's supposed to double-team in here and chip up, and in the first half he double-teamed and chipped up, and in the second half he double-teams. And doesn't chip up, and now the running back's one-on-one with the linebacker, and in a small hole, and he makes a tackle. We've got to eliminate those mistakes in order to continue with success. We've got a great show set up for you here tonight. We're going to talk with a Southern California boy, Jerome Haywood, is the D-line coach for New Mexico. He's in the house here at Salt Yard East. And then we're going down to the bayou to talk with Justin Harris, a Lobo D-lineman. He's here as well. Big hand for these guys, fans. It's going to be a terrific show. Cannot wait to bring them to you here before we're finished. We're going to get to our first uh, timeout. When we come back on the other side, we talk more with Coach Gonzalez. We peek ahead at LSU, and we talk about some of the great performances against UTEP. All that's still to come. We're live. Salt Yard East, it's Lobo Talk on the UNM Sports Radio Network. Hey, Lobo fans, let Salt Yard Hospitality help you plan your next event. Everything from graduations, holiday, corporate parties, bridal and baby showers, birthdays, and weddings. Come celebrate your special occasion at their east or west location with fun and unique spaces. Call 505-750-YARD or email info at thesaltyardnm.com. Salt Yard, the home of Lobo Talk. Go Lobos! You're listening to Lobo Talk on the UNM Sports Radio Network. 
Here come the Lobos. It's Ram Power Days at Malloy Dodge in Albuquerque. Drive the new Ram 1500 Crew Cab 4x4 and save up to $15,000. Get a new Ram 1500 DT or DS and get 0% for 72 months. OAC. Check out 650 new vehicles. Shop online and choose your payment at MalloyDodge.com. Malloy Dodge on Coors, where we always say deal and go Lobos. Visit Gentlemen, huddle up. This is our moment. Look at the man to your left. Now look to your right. Don't they look good? That's because we are all outfitted by Graphic Connection. Now what do we always say in this locker room? Look good, play good! Exactly! Great designs, years of experience, and over 300,000 products. Now let's get back in there and look good doing it. Give me a Graphic Connection on three. One, two, three! Graphic Connection! is the original social media. Log on, share your voice, and, and be heard. Great, you talked about this. I really appreciate you having this topic. I'm a little bit fired up. You guys really make sense. I feel like you're just giving us great information. What a great show. I enjoy your program so much. We listen to your show all the time. I can't tell you how happy I am that I get to listen on my way to work. This is 96.3 News Radio KKOB. Depend on it. We're back live inside Salt Yard East. It is Lobo Talk on the UNM Sports Radio Network. Fans, let Salt Yard Hospitality help you plan your next event. Come celebrate us locations with fun and unique spaces. Call 505-750-YARD today. Uh, taking advantage of unique and uh, outstanding spaces here tonight. It's Lobo Talk on the UNM Sports Radio Network at Salt Yard East. I think the is next door. they're watching they're gonna after it over yeah there. they are the, the browns and steelers game it's just a great spot here come and see us you're gonna love it if you haven't check us out um and in fact next week is a friday game unlb on the road so we from 7 to 8 p.m we'll talk on the sports radio network to the phone line five zero five two port Five zero three 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 three. Keith in Memphis. You're up, Keith. Welcome to the program. Go ahead, John, with Coach G. Hello. Thanks for taking my call. You were kind of coming in and out, so I'm not sure if you all can hear me or not. We've got you loud and clear, Keith. Go right ahead. All righty, thanks. So, Mr. Portnoy, you and I are going to have to get together to swap notes because you basically stole all of my stuff, so I'll try to come up with something different. But, Coach, I guess there were many <laughs> plays that uh, were fairly significant in the game, and I guess I'd just like your thoughts about maybe, maybe as insignificant as it may seem in the bigger picture, how important was the field goal just before halftime compared to the week before where you had the field goal missed and since you've already basically touched on the big play to start the third quarter um, and how you've conditioned your players to run after the pass has been left the quarterback's hand, um, how does that help in terms of a uh, change within the game that could be carried over to the next week, that could be carried over – into the rest of the season 
or another way to ask it, how do you reward, or what is the reward, if there's even a reward for something like that, how do you reinforce it? I mean, I'm asking kind of a lot of questions here not to, to persuade you in an answer with one of mine that I'm trying to get out of you, but talk about the field goal, how you emphasize that hustle and that need all the time, and I'll now, I guess, hush. Thank you for listening to my long dissertation. Didn't mean for it to really go that far, but I tried to get it on the fly. And so uh, all Lobo fans that are going to LSU, I hope to see you there. So good luck, Coach, against LSU. And I'll see everybody else there. Good luck. Go Lobos. And let's go to 3-1. and one. Let's do it. Thank you, Keith. Uh, I saw your, your tickets on Twitter that you got in the mail, so that's awesome. I'm excited you're going to be there uh, with Mr. Portnoy stealing all your material. You did a great job. Uh, <laughs> I thought the field goal was, was significant for multiple reasons. Um, I, those guys were battling during the week. George was, was um, disappointed that he was gonna, we were going to give Luke a, a try, which is good. I want him to feel that way, and I told him, you know, you, you never know when you're going to get an opportunity. If we have a long field goal, then I might call your name. You just have to be prepared, and he was. He did a great job. He went out there and banged it through the pipes, and that's going to be significant as we get further on in the season because I anticipate us being in a lot of close games, and those points are going to be very crucial. Uh, Luke struggled a little bit on his two uh, field goal opportunities. He banged the first one in, and then the next two he struggled a little bit. So we, we had a competition this week, and we'll we'll go into the game with a similar plan on who it's going to be. I want one of those guys to take it by the neck and just be his. And then the effort. Uh, we coach effort harder than we coach anything around here, and that's not only on the football field. It's in the classroom. It's It's everything they do. And they control it. Uh, they can decide when they don't want to give it, and when they do, I mean, they hear a cranky old guy yell at them, and uh, they play hard. And I think now that they're seeing the the benefits of what happens when you run to the football, when you when you don't give up, uh, they're they're taking their place. Now we give team awards uh, when we win games because I don't reward people for for losing. I just I we're in this for one thing. It's to win football games, and so we do reward them when we win. Now we, we teach when we lose, and. Uh, we don't give them little tiny carrots and all those things because it's our expectation for them to play that way. And it's become cultural within the group that they expect each other. And when it's coming from those guys, you've got a lot better chance of being successful, and that's where it's coming from. So uh, I'm excited about that. Great questions, Keith. Uh, excited that you're going to be able to see the Lobos in person at uh, Tiger Stadium. That's awesome. Uh, Keith gave us a call. You can, too. 505-243-3333 is the number, 505-243-3333. Route 66 Casino Hotel, proud to be the official sponsor of Lobo Football. Get your kicks only at Route 66 Casino Hotel. Uh, many of the stories within the story of a 27-10 win over UTEP was the first breakout performance this season in the return to play of Nate Jones. And I thought that that was just enormous. And, and you talked about wanting him to, to be a little bit more patient, not trying to make every single play uh, the you know game-breaking play. How did he do in that vein, and what did you think of how he played against Utah? I thought he was significantly better. Um, I thought the, the epitome of Nate Jones was in the fourth quarter on that last touchdown. Uh, he decided, you know what, if they're not going to block everybody, then I'm just going to run them over instead of trying to make everybody miss and not run them sideways. And he did that for a crucial first down there. He did it for the, the final touchdown. Um, I thought he was really good in the first half. Now, they were, we were blocking him a little bit better. 
and I thought he did a great job of finding holes and getting vertical, and, and that's the Nate Jones that, that we expect. Uh, you mix that in with a Sherrod White and a Christian Washington, uh, you've got an opportunity for some explosive plays in there, and if we can continue to do that, it'll loosen up some of the stuff outside so we can throw the ball downfield a little bit more successfully. Overall, what was your feeling about how the run game operated? Uh, obviously, the first half was terrific. Give me a, an assessment of the full 60 minutes and how the O-line performed, and, and is it trajectory where you want it in terms of progress? Because I know it's so important to your philosophy. Well, we're still making too many mistakes, but I was getting frustrated in the second half because on the sideline, I was under the perception that UTEP was out physically us and, and just whooping our tail. And then I always say this, it's never as good as you think, it's never as bad as you think. And we got in there on Sunday, and we're watching it. It's, you're just writing, I'm writing my notes down. I'm like, what are, what are we doing here? Why are, we, why are we making these mistakes? So that's been the biggest emphasis because we weren't making them in the first half, and we were making mistakes in the second half because they were trying to do too much. I mean, they're, they're trying to make those nine-yard runs, tenure, I mean, touchdowns instead of just playing with the philosophy, and then those things will become nine to 20 to 50, 25 and and. Just stop pressing as a group. Uh, I mean, stop listening to the outside noise. Do your job, and everything's going to be fine. So it wasn't always uh, – the impression that you had during the game wasn't always the case, that sometimes it wasn't being out physical. It was just straight-up assignment errors or, or a mistake here or mm-hmm. there that where a play could have been a big play. It wasn't because of X. Correct. And, and we were killing ourselves more often than not. And if we can clean those up, it'll, it'll change the out. I mean, if that's a 50-3 to three game like it should have been, nobody's upset about where we perform. But you should be upset because we're making too many, too many mistakes that are killing ourselves. Your starting quarterback, Miles Kendrick, now you have three tapes. Um, what about game number three for this six-year senior from Kansas who obviously went through a ton to get to where he is as your starter coming back from that broken leg November of last year and, had a terrific opener. I think he only had three incompletions. Or the two of them were caught, <laughs> right? But still, right? they're technically incompletions um, by the other team. But he was great. I have a 14 of 17, I think it was. Uh, so since then, two, two more tapes. What, how did he play against UTEP? Um, he was okay. He, we, we expect more out of Miles. He didn't, he didn't make crucial mistakes that hurt the offense. Now, the offense as a whole, we, we worked on this week. We want to be a little bit more sense of urgency to get lined up so we have an opportunity to get into the right play and change some things. At times, we, we weren't able to do that because of the, the lack of urgency. Um, I thought Miles in the option game was a little bit antsy and we with practice. Um, but what we're asking him to do, I think he's done a really good job. And I, I know there's a – there's somebody in town that's trying to start a quarterback controversy, but there's no controversy. He's our quarterback, and Miles will continue uh, to get better every week. Um, I think he's doing a great job with his feet. We can get more out of him still, uh, but I thought he made a couple big-time plays in the second half with his legs to keep drives going and put points on the board. Speaking of doing things with his legs, and you talked about it uh, with regard to challenging the pitch key and, and working that piece of the option. How does that work? Like, help, sort of give us a little window into that based on how uh, defense is playing it, whether they're aggressively attacking, uh, whether they're kind of sitting back, mm-hmm. and he's supposed to challenge the pitch key. And, and like, how does he make the decision? How, how, how is he processing that? Well, the triple option on the chalkboard is the greatest offense of all time because on the chalkboard it's unstoppable. I mean, you don't have to block two guys and you get in space. But if you're optioning a guy – 
and you don't force him to make a choice on whether he's going to get the pitch guy or the quarterback, and he can play both, well, you've given them the advantage. And I thought we were a little bit too antsy getting the ball out of Miles' hands on Saturday night instead of getting the pitch key and, and making him come get him and flipping it out. We had a couple of them that were blocked up really nice, but we didn't get the ball to the perimeter because the guy turned and made a tackle sideways. Uh, if we can clean some of those things up, and it's still, I mean, it, it's his third game running this. If we can clean some of those things up, you're going to see some big plays that really things up. All in Albuquerque. Sports memorabilia and collectible destination. Visit All In Autographs at allinautographs.com. Um, for the second consecutive week, you have the Mountain West Freshman of the Week. We already talked about him a bunch. It's A.J. Halsey mm-hmm. for the amazing performance that he had uh, in first significant playing time as a Lobo. He was off the charts. You also garnered another award because he is really – I, can, I distinctly remember the first time you told me that you thought Cody Moon could be an all-Mountain West-type player mm-hmm. and the, the performance that he gave you to, to garner the, you know, the, the type of accolades that he's going to have coming his way. Um, Rico Hanna, unbelievable with the pick six. He gets the award. Cody could have gotten it. I, there are multiple guys that could have gotten the award um, as far as defensive player of the week goes. The linebacking group, just off the charts in this one? You know, they're, they're playing really well. I mean, I thought we had four guys that, that could have easily won the Mountain West Conference Player of the Week. And so we make, we're making the job on Frank Mercogliano very, very hard That's because he's got to nominate those guys. And, and he's, try, he's trying to – he's convincing me, and he's really good at it. Frank does a great job of knowing what's going to happen. Uh, Cody Moon with 11 tackles and two sacks, very deserving of it. Um, Jarek Reed with uh, four passes, nine, nine targets at him, seven tackles. Uh, I mean, there's an opportunity right there. He's the one that caused the fumble or the interception for the touchdown. Rico Hanna, I mean, he was everywhere. And as a coach, it's easy to re- go back and grade the film and see that they're doing things to stay away from Rico because they can't block him. Uh, he, he's he's everywhere on the field. and So so his tackle numbers aren't there. They weren't. He only had three tackles, but he had an interception. He had a touchdown return. Uh, but he was all over the place. And, and, I mean, Frank does a great job with those things. So instinctively, he knew that Rigo was the guy. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the, the, t- the touchdown helps, obviously. For sure. But he's everywhere. And if we get, I mean, obviously we had a bunch of guys that were everywhere. If we can play that week, every week like they've been, I mean, it, it breeds success. Amazing group, really, from top to bottom. And uh, just, and now you're getting a couple of guys back this week, which is fantastic. We are. You know, we, we haven't had uh, Deion Hunter for about three weeks now. Uh, Cy Riley was out with a medical, uh, he was sick last week. Um, so they wouldn't let him go, and, and those guys have been going this week, and so we're going to get some of that added depth back, which we really need. Exciting stuff. Uh, the Lobos going to the Bayou to take on LSU. Okay, so we're going to let you go. When we come back, full-on preview of LSU in our final segment with you. But first off, uh, give us a little uh, snapshot on our two guests coming up because you know Coach Haywood very well from San Diego State, and obviously – Justin Harris uh, is turning into a, a player who could also be an all-Mountain West-type performer. You know, Coach Haywood, he does a great job with our D-line. He was a, a great player at San Diego State, um, and there was many battles between him and Coach Linsmeyer, and I hated going against him when I was a coach because he, he just wreaked havoc on your offense. <laughs> and he's done a great job with those kids. He, he, he really uh, relates well with them. Uh, he's, he's very demanding, which is awesome. And I did know him from back in San Diego, which is, is why he's here. And then Justin, who's here, Justin Harris from Louisiana, um, he's really come a long way within our program from when the first day I got here. And 
Uh, obviously, he started at Baylor and he transferred here, and he's grown. And every year, he's gotten better, and he's a starter, and he's making plays and doing things. And when you get the opportunity to talk to him, we're going back to to Louisiana. He's an unbelievable chef. So I have a senior meeting every day, and he sits two spots over. And those guys talk about all the time about. I'm like, you cook, and they're like, Coach, he's off, he's off the charts. I mean, he's unbelievable. So he's got a special talent outside of outside of playing football too. Maybe we're going to find out about one of his uh, favorite dishes then. Oh, he's got all kinds. All right. I mean, yeah, don't, don't get him started too long because we've still got some segments after this. <laughs> we'll tee it up. Okay, Coach T, go enjoy your meal, and we'll Thank see you. you shortly. Thank okay. you. There's uh, Lobo head football coach, Danny Gonzalez. We're going to take a timeout. Fans, make sure you download the Lobo Sports app today. Access tickets, fan camp filters, mobile ordering, and much more. It's now available on the Apple and the Google Store. Download it now and go Lobos. When we come back on the other side, it's Lobo D-line coach, Jerome Haywood, joins us next. We're live at Salt Yard East. It's Lobo Talk on the UNM Sports Radio Network. When you open a crisp, cold Bud Light, you know game day is here. Touchdown! You owe me five bucks. We mean every sound. Enjoy responsibly. 2022 Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. When you open a crisp, cold Bud Light, you know game day is here. You owe me five bucks. We mean every sound. Enjoy responsibly. 2022 Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. This is Lobo Talk on the UNM Sports Radio Network. Off-campus housing is a need for both students looking for flexibility in housing options and income-producing property for investors. Maddox Management connects renters and property owners. Locally owned and operated, Maddox Management is a full-service property management company and brokerage. They rent and manage residential rentals, single-family homes, multifamily properties, townhomes, condos, lofts, and commercial properties. Maddox Management, providing quality properties for renters and investors. 515 Central, just west of I-25, or call today, 242-0989. MaddoxMGMT.com. Route 66 is now hiring for several exciting positions in security, cashier's cage, custodial, players club, table games, and FNB. Hit the jackpot in your new career with great pay, benefits, $1,000 sign-on bonus, free gas, and more. Apply today at rt66casino.com forward slash careers. That's rt66casino.com forward slash careers. Get your kicks only at Route 66 Casino Hotel. Millions plan for retirement online. Estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, and manage your benefits all from the comfort of your home. And give yourself the freedom to do what you want offline. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Welcome back, Lobo fans. We're live at Salt Yard East. It's Lobo Talk on the UNM Sports Radio Network. Our location, 6001 Osuna Road Northeast, just east of San Mateo on Osuna, where every week throughout Lobo football and basketball, talking all things Lobos with you. Happy to have you along wherever you've locked us in on the UNM Sports Radio Network. Uh, make sure that you visit Salt Yard Tent in the Howl Zone before every home game for food, fun, and drinks. Salt Yard, a proud partner of UNM Athletics, and now your brand-new home for Lobo Talk here 
on the UNM Sports Radio Network. I'm Robert Portnoy, and I'm privileged to welcome in Jerome Haywood, the D-line coach for the University of New Mexico. Coach Haywood, great hey. to be with you, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, take us back. I, I, I love, and which is what a great group, again, we have here tonight at Salt Yard East. Really enthusiastic, pumped about the win over UTEP. Can't wait for the Lobos to get a shot at LSU on the Bayou. But I, Coach Gonzalez gave us a little, like, snapshot do you remember going up against coach Lenz? <laughs> i don't remember going up against him i remember him cutting me from behind <laughs> and when i first when i first got hired and i walked to the office i get to my office and coach hayward coach hayward come here come here come here let me show you something so we walk down to his office and he pulls up on the computer this uh old 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 tape you know it's old and uh he was like, look at this. And I'm looking at it. Oh, man, that looks like me. I said, oh, that is me. And it looks like I'm about to go make a tackle. And I'm running to the ball, and all of a sudden, here he comes right behind me, just takes me out all through the knees, and no flag, no nothing. It was, it was great. It was great. <laughs> so reunited with an old friend, Jason Lensmeyer, former Lobo O-lineman. We've got uh, uh, the Lobo the D-line coach, Jerome Haywood, uh, a former standout, um, all-conference performer, in fact, at San Diego State University, and uh, now with Coach G here at New Mexico, and you guys are in year three. Um, how's it been for you, Coach? And, and what about the progress your group is making? It's great. Um, I, I actually, I love being here. I've, I have a great time here. My family loves it. Uh, I love working with Coach G. I love working with our coaching staff, our defense, and and our players are amazing. Um, I know it's my first job, so, you know, most of the time you're going to say that. I really enjoy it. I mean it. Um, I've, had a, I've, I just, I've had a great time, and I'd like to see I'm enjoying the growth that I'm seeing these guys have. And, of course, as a coach, you want them to grow a lot faster, right? So we're always pushing, and, and they're always up for the challenge. So it's, it's, been, it's been an honor. Well, speaking of uh, a challenge, you had one in your group replacing a player like Joey Noble. I mean, what a stud. And, gosh, the defense, it's hard to imagine the defense being any better than it's been so far in 2022. How have they done it, Coach? You know, these guys just like to compete. Um, I think, you know, players like Justin Harris and Jake Saltonstall, everybody wants to be the next Joey or be better than Joey. They don't want to be the next Joey. They want to be better than Joey. And, that's what they actually, that's what they're doing. They showed it during the offseason with the training and, and uh, just their play overall, you know, and, and, and they're just hungry and they're hungry for more. And they, you know, it doesn't matter who it is. They just want to play and show out. Uh, I was thinking about this, Coach, getting ready to talk to you tonight. And the, the idea that, and this speaks directly to what you just said, that they all want to be that next guy. They want to be even better than Joey Noble. Um, and, and he was your, your standout, your star uh, on the D-line. And he's played defensive end his entire life. And then you ask him just a couple of weeks before the season start, uh, started, you asked Jake Saltonstall to move into the middle and play the nose. And I, I know you want your best athletes, your best guys on the field all the time, but that, that can't have been an easy decision. And how did you guys come to that? And, man, has he responded. You know, it's one of those things about, you know, football is a team game. And sometimes you got to do things what's best for the team, even though you don't like it, right? And, I mean, we've all done it from, you know, anytime you play football, it happens. 
and uh you know Jake wasn't happy about it, right? He wasn't, I can't say, I'm not going to lie and say he was enthused about it, but he said his words is, if that's what you want me to do, that's what I'm going to do, and I'm going to do it the best that I can do it. And, you know, those are the kind of players that you want. You like those selfless players that just want to do what it takes to make us better, right, for us to succeed. And and he's done a great job of doing that, and, and he's continuing to get better, you know, game after game. It's actually practice after practice game after game so we're just going to continue to grow and wherever it takes us it takes us yeah that's just an amazing it's a testament to the character of the type of player that you guys have on your roster and i i mean the end is is the guy that's that's often the one that gets the spotlight and is making the plays and and, and i know our nose isn't always doing something traditional um the way that we do so many different things but a lot of times they're uh, you know swallowed up by two blockers and it's hard to to shine and that so to to take that role on, it's not an easy thing, is it? No, it's not an easy thing. Um, the one thing that he did, he does understand, is that the strength of our defense is usually ran through the middle, right? With our Lobo, with our middle linebacker, and our nose tackle, right? So we're only going to be as good as those guys in the middle, right? So and, you know, I, and I think he 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 take he took it as a challenge, and uh, like I said, just being selfless is is it, it, that makes him a really great young man. Jerome Haywood is our guest. He's the Lobo D-line coach. We're live at Salt Yard East. It's Lobo Talk here on the UNM Sports Radio Network. Maddox Management loves bringing renters together with the perfect rental home, apartment, condo, or office space. They take great pride in helping property owners build equity in their investment. To learn more, visit MaddoxMGMT.com. Okay, coach, you you have a a true character in in your uh, group and Justin Harris, he's here tonight. The Lobo fans are going to get to meet him uh, here at Salt Yard East on Lobo Talk. And, and I know he cuts up in your room. I know he keeps everybody loose. And uh, I, I, he's just a, a fun young man to be around. He has turned into one heck of a football player, too. Um, how has that all happened? Because you've seen a lot of growth, I know. Absolutely. From the first year that I got here, um, you know, just it's, it's, it's been a journey. And he's earned everything that he has right now, right? He he didn't have an easy road. He had some injuries, transferring in, new coaches. Uh, my expectations were, were pretty high. And I think the good thing about Justin is that he just went on ahead and took the bull by the horns and handled business. And he's continuing to get better day after day, you know. And, again, this summer, just being the leader that he is in our room, I think is amazing because he is a funny guy, right? So everybody loves funny guys. He can make you laugh. <laughs> Uh, but the important part is how hard are you working? How hard do you want to work? How good do you want to be? And uh, he's every day he comes to work, he might not want to work. His body might not feel good, but he's actually going to give it 110% and take the coaching, you know, day after day. It's not even day after day. It's really minute after minute because I'm on him like I'm on him like white on rice, you know. It's, I got to stay on him because I know what his potential is. That's the word, and I wanted to ask you about that because – like in most any group that he's standing in the field, all you have to look is the, the hat that's sticking up the highest. And you, he, he, He's an amazing athlete, and you can tell the potential, the ceiling is just amazing. How have you been able to get that out of him uh, as he has grown under your tutelage? You know, to be honest, it actually comes from him. You know, he wants to be, he wants to be the best, so he takes the coaching, you know, and, and the one thing about it is that he doesn't, he's not going to fight you. He might not like what you say, you know what I mean? He's not, you know, he might not like what you say, but he's going to respect what you say, and he's going to do what you ask him to do. 
And, you know, you get a bunch of players like that that have the athleticism to be able to do it and, 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 and to follow through with it. You know, there's nothing but success in the future. Coach Haywood, great story about getting cut by Coach Lance. Love that. Um, you said you're not much of a talker. You are a great talker. Love doing this with you. Thanks so much. Your group is, is having a great season. I know it's, it's just a quarter of the way through. We can't wait to see what the future holds. And good luck against LSU this weekend. I appreciate it. Thank you so very much. Jerome Haywood, Lobo D-line coach. I can't imagine that there's anybody better equipped on the Lobo roster to tell us about that strip between New Orleans and Baton Rouge than the guy that we're going to talk to next. He's Justin Harris. He's a Lobo D lineman, and he is having a great season. And he's our guest right after this timeout. We're live at Salt Yard East. It's Lobo Talk on the UNM Sports Radio Network. Come out to Salt Yard East, the new home of Lobo Talk, located on Osuna with a variety of food, fun, and Lobo drink specials. Salt Yard is family and pet friendly, so come howl your Lobo pride every week with your favorite Lobo coaches. The fun won't stop there. Don't forget to visit their tent in the howl zone on game days where they'll be serving up drinks, games, prizes, and more. Salt Yard, a proud partner of UNM Athletics. We know you don't plan for a water heater to leak or your AC to die, but when it does, you need someone you can trust. TLC Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling is here for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. We offer a full range of services for your home or business. Our team of technicians is here for you when you need us the most. Call TLC today at 761-9696. This is Lobo Talk on the UNM Sports Radio Network. American Home has over 85 years of experience in mattresses. We've partnered with the number one most trusted mattress brands in America, Tempur-Pedic, Stearns & Foster, and Sealy Posturepedic. And we've selected the perfect 30 best beds in the industry just for you. We believe these 30 mattresses will give you the healthy and restful sleep you deserve. Plus, we've got you covered with a perfect 30 guarantee. And take advantage of 60-month financing. American Home Furniture and Mattress. 54. So, basically, it's too late to start saving for retirement, right? Not right. Starting to save, even in your 50s, can really make a difference. Well, right now, saving seems hard to wrap my head around. Plus, with the way this year's been going... <laughs> hey, listen, it's okay. You still got this. Just go to aceyourretirement.org. It's an online tool from AARP that can help you get your retirement savings on track no matter your age. It's free and only takes about three minutes. I like three minutes. Yeah. At aceyourretirement.org, you'll chat with Avo, the friendly digital retirement coach. Just answer a few questions and you'll get a personalized plan and tips to help boost your retirement savings. Tips that are easy to understand and tailored to your lifestyle. I like that too. Plus, it's sponsored by AARP, so you know they got your back. Just head to aceyourretirement.org and make your plan to start saving for retirement. Thanks. That's aceyourretirement.org. A message from AARP and the Ad Council. Welcome back inside Salt Yard East. It is Lobo Talk on the UNM Sports Radio Network. We've even had more folks fill in tonight. It's a 
fantastic Thursday night uh, at halftime of the Steelers-Browns on Thursday night football. The Steelers with a one-point lead, 14-13 in Cleveland, and we are live. It is Lobo Talk on the UNM Sports Radio Network from Salt Yard East. Fans, football's better with a crisp Bud Light at your game. Keep it crisp, Lobos. Please drink responsibly. I'm Robert Portnoy, and now we have a Lobo standout D-end. Justin Harris is with us. Justin, how are you, brother? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm excellent. Um, I, I mean, this is so perfect to have you on this week. You could not know the area any better where the Lobos are headed. Um, how much is the Bayou a part of you? Uh, it's where I grew up. It's my home. I've uh, been there my whole life until I've been to college. And, yes, yeah, like I say, it's home. I'm excited to go back and play in front of my family. And how many folks did you say might be in the stands at Tiger Stadium that will uh, be there cheering Justin Harris on? Uh, maybe 50 to 60. <laughs> <laughs> got a how lot about of that? <laughs> so, now, this – we talked to Chad Alexander earlier. I think he's going to have about a half a hundo himself, too. Yeah, he's so, talking uh, about 50 <laughs> people. There are going to be more Lobos in the stands than they have any idea coming for him. I'm excited. Are you? Yeah, I'm really excited. So uh, we was all trying to split up the tickets. Uh, so it was pretty funny trying to split the tickets up between the guys from Louisiana. And there are four of you guys. So yes, everybody able to get taken care of? Yeah, we was all uh, able to get taken care of. I, I'm going to tell you just the, the craziest coincidence um, a, a close friend of mine is a native of Metairie. Okay. Okay. So just outside of New Orleans, and this, I, how how is this? Like, I just, when, you know, he's the last guy to join our roster, and I I called him up and I said, Hey, do you know a player by the name of Christian Jordan? Does that name sound familiar to to uh, him? To my friend? Okay? okay. And and he goes, Oh yeah, I had my PE class. <laughs> yeah, he's a high school PE teacher. And so anyway, um, Christian is, is one of the New Orleans kids, the, 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 the Bayou guys that, that are going to be, um, you know, with Deuce. And so uh, have you guys talked about, I mean, how long have you guys been talking about this, ta- you know, going with the Lobos to play LSU? Uh, since preseason, really, me and Deuce, uh, we bo- Deuce is actually from Baton Rouge. I'm maybe 20 miles uh, south of Baton Rouge. Uh, and we was excited from the moment. Like, it, it came, like, real, like, the season started. It was like, bro, we're really going to LSU, about to be back home. So it's, it's pretty big for us. Uh, you were telling me before we started that, and, and I, I mentioned it, I, I was just guessing because I, I kind of, I looked at the map. And so Lutcher, right, hometown, that's where, yes, where sir. you, okay. So Lutcher's right there on the path between New Orleans and Baton Rouge. And then Gonzalez, spelled exactly like Gonzalez's name, Gonzales, Louisiana, is where East Ascension is? Yes, sir. That's where I went to high school. And they're all right. So when you guys needed something or wanted to go do something, which way did you go? Uh, so it's maybe 30 miles to New Orleans, which is like the, the major city of where I'm from. I'm from a town with like 2,000 people. Uh, so going to going south, well, it's going east and west, really. So going east is going toward New Orleans, which is like 30 miles. And going west is like 25 miles going toward Baton Rouge. Were you an LSU guy? Uh, nah. No. Nah. No. <laughs> Growing up, I honestly was. It's, it's, it was it, like I said, it's the home team. But right now, nah, I don't like those guys. I love it. Yeah. That a boy. That wasn't a test, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and it's totally understandable. Um, but uh, what what is what's the number one dish? What's your go-to if you're fixing Cajun? And it, it's like you're going to fix for this group right here. What's your go-to for this group here at Sawyer East tonight if you were cooking for them? I have to say, ooh, some crawfish etouffee. 
That's that's my that's my go to. That's my favorite food to cook. Uh everyone on the team that's that's tried it, they they all enjoyed it. I bought it to Coach Haywood one time. He approved, so you just give a thumbs up. Yes, sir. So uh hopefully one day I can have like a food truck or something in Albuquerque, bring some Cajun food here. I like it. Yeah, that's the plan. <laughs> One of these folks might be uh, interested in being a backer for that. You never know. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> that's the network. Yes, sir. <laughs> We've got Justin Harris. He's a Lobo defensive end, and we're live at Salt Yard East. It's Lobo Talk on the UNM Sports Radio Network. Salt Yard, come sit, stay, and play. The official watch party location of Lobo Athletics is Salt Yard East. And, in fact, our first Lobo Talk here at Salt Yard East, we had a Lobo women's soccer game up on the big board. We were watching that uh, as we were talking with Coach Gonzalez and talking with you about Lobo football. Uh, what about from your perspective when they put the LSU tape on and that offense and what stands out to you when you watch the film? Uh, obviously, they're a good team. They work hard. Obviously, uh, they won the championship a few years ago. Some of those guys are still there. So, they, uh, they, like I said, they're a good team, but we plan on coming out and playing our game. Uh, stick to the script, do what we have to do, and just come out and play the hardest, and that's it. What about the the special challenge of uh, you know chasing around a quarterback like Jaden Daniels? He's obviously really fast, and Coach G's talked about him a lot this week. Yes, sir. He's a a, a really talented quarterback. Uh, we have to keep him contained, and uh, that's a big part of our, our defense, uh, just knowing what to do and how to do it. Uh, and the coaches, they emphasized a lot of ways that we can get to him and, and keep him contained, so that's what we plan to do. We talked with both Coach Gonzalez and, and Coach Haywood about your growth and your maturation and, and sort of the path to, to being where you are now, a full-time starter, making plays, and, and a leader on the D-line. Uh, from your perspective, how, how did all of that happen to, you know, the, the growth, the maturity, to be in this position now, to be one of the leaders on the team? Yeah, so Coach G, he came in, and I actually got here uh, in 2019. This was my first year here transferring from Baylor in the uh, JUCO out in Kansas. I came here in Hutchinson, 2019. Correct? Yes, sir, in Hutchinson, Kansas. So uh, Baylor to Hutchinson to, to UNM. Yes, sir. So uh, like I said, he came in in 2020, and right then and there, he was ready to set the standard. He didn't come in and try to uh, beat around the corner. He knew what he wanted, and he wanted to get it done right then and there. Uh, and honestly, I had to buy into the program, the things that he wanted me to do. Uh, we had a couple, uh, we bumped heads a couple times, but uh, I had to realize that it wasn't from any bad energy or like anything. He had, he didn't have a bad bone in his body against me. It was just him one what was wanting what was best for me and just being on top of me until I got it done. There are not a lot of you that still remain that have gone through that transition from the old staff to the new. Um, what about this this? the program now and where it is and how far it has come? Oh, it's the culture, for one. Uh, like he said, we, he come in and talk to us about our attitude and want to and effort every single day. So uh, just coming to, to practice every day, coming to work every day is really your attitude toward it. Uh, you're going to have to do it regardless, so you might as well come in and do it and give it your all, you know what I'm saying? So uh, that's something that he, like I said, I didn't realize those things when I first got here, but it's a lot of things that, Coach Haywood and Coach uh, G taught me while I've been here. Final question, and you guys can find this on the Lobos YouTube channel, This Just In. Get it, Justin? This Just In? He's a media star, social media star for Lobo football. How much fun was that for you uh, throughout training camp? It was pretty fun. Uh, I was able to uh, get, to my, get to know my teammates a little better. Uh, it's pretty funny how like the fans come up to me and talk to me and tell me how they enjoyed it. I really enjoyed that. Uh, 
like I said, just getting to know my teammates better, allowing the Lobo fans to uh, – y'all put a lot of time into us and, and do a lot of things around the community for us. So I, was, I feel like I was able to let them be able to get to know my teammates a lot better. So uh, I feel like it was a good deal. I enjoyed it. We're excited for you to get to go home and play in front of so many family and friends and uh, ball out for the Lobos, yes, my sir, friend. I'm excited. Justin I'm Harris, excited. everybody. Lobos standout defensive end. Okay, final break. We come back. We preview LSU with Coach Gonzalez. We're live at Salt Yard East. It's Lobo Talk on the UNM Sports Radio Network. Gentlemen, huddle up. This is our moment. Look at the man to your left. Now look to your right. Don't they look good? That's because we are all outfitted by Graphic Connection. Now what do we always say in this locker room? Look good, play good! Exactly! Great designs, years of experience, and over 300,000 products. Now let's get back in there and look good doing it. Give me a Graphic Connection on three. One, two, three! Graphic Connection! I'm 54, so basically, it's too late to start saving for retirement, right? Not right. Starting to save, even in your 50s, can really make a difference. Well, right now, saving seems hard to wrap my head around. Plus, with the way this year's been going... (laughs) Hey, listen, it's okay. You still got this. Just go to aceyourretirement.org. It's an online tool from AARP that can help you get your retirement savings on track no matter your age. It's free and only takes about three minutes. I like three minutes. Yeah. At aceyourretirement.org, you'll chat with Avo, the friendly digital retirement coach. Just answer a few questions and you'll get a personalized plan and tips to help boost your retirement savings. Tips that are easy to understand and tailored to your lifestyle. I like that too. Plus, it's sponsored by AARP, so you know they got your back. Just head to aceyourretirement.org and make your plan to start saving for retirement. Thanks. That's aceyourretirement.org. A message from AARP and the Ad Council. You're listening to Lobo Talk on the UNM Sports Radio Network. News Radio KKOB honors the county seat of Sierra County and the town formerly known as Hot Springs, New Mexico, celebrating 100 years as the voice of New Mexico, brought to you by Blake's Lottenberger. Long before TRC would change its name, KKOB Radio was an NBC affiliate broadcasting the game show. In 1950, the radio and TV game show decided to celebrate their 10th anniversary, asking if any city in America would be willing to change its name in return for a live broadcast from their town. Hot Springs, New Mexico jumped to the front of the line, putting the decision to the citizens in a special election. Though that episode was broadcast on April Fool's Day, the town switching its name was no joke, and it stuck and it remains truth or consequences until this day. Blake Slaughterberger is proud to support KKOB as they celebrate 100 years of broadcasting. To one New Mexico icon from another, congratulations from Blake Slaughterberger, home of the original green chili cheeseburger. Here's to 100 more years. Every year, millions of Americans use opioids to manage pain, and reliance on opioids has led to the worst drug crisis in American history. That's why the CDC recommends safer alternatives like physical therapy to manage pain. Physical therapists treat pain through movement, hands-on care, and patient education. No warning labels required. When it comes to your health, you have a choice. Choose physical therapy. Visit MoveForwardPT.com to find a physical therapist in your area. We're back for a final time on this edition of Lobo Talk on the UNM Sports Radio Network. Fans stop by Tika Spice located right here at Salt Yard East. 
Tika Spice offers South Asian street food, traditional items, and fusion dishes. Voted best food truck by Albuquerque the Magazine in 2021. Tika Spice, family owned and operated right here at Salt Yard East. Your home for Lobo Talk. Uh, we have Lobo head football coach Danny Gonzalez back with us for a final few minutes. We'll look at LSU, but Coach G, first off, I know there are a couple of great Lobos you wanted to recognize. You know, uh, obviously every week we've got a ton of people out here. It's a great environment and great place. Uh, but I want I want to talk about. I mean, I've, we've talked about the different departments and stuff. But there's a gentleman here named Brady Orvik, and Brady is our associate AD for ticketing. And the amount of people that we're going to have at LSU. Uh, it's it, with. I mean, the players they get 300 tickets. They've used all those tickets, and then we have groups. Coaches have friends and, and family. There, there's another 60 tickets there, and then we've got another group from within the athletic department and all of Eddie's people that are down there. That there's another 100 tickets there, and <clears throat> Brady did an unbelievable job in one getting a group together. Uh, and getting all those, I mean, we're going to have a group of red that's going to be in that stadium amounts, all that purple and yellow. And if, if Brady doesn't work as hard as he does, that stuff doesn't happen. So, Brady, thank you for all you do. It's unbelievable. Can't wait to see that pocket of red and a sea of purple at Tiger Stadium. And Coach G, I, I do want to thank our on-site engineer, Michael Carlisle, our producer, Jeff St. Louis. They do a tremendous job for us here on Lobo Talk on the UNM Sports Radio Network. Um, these are intimidating numbers, 6'6", six, six, 3 and a quarter, 6'5", 3 and a quarter, 6'4", 300, 6'5", 345, 6'6", 323. That's the offensive line for mm-hmm. Louisiana State University. I know this is something that you mentioned at your press conference that you wondered if they might just decide to go ahead and line it up and run right at the Lobos and make it just that, that a physical battle up front. And you, I know you love – your, your team, and you think they're, they're tough guys, and you'd love to see how they'd respond, but they won't just do that. But they have a lot of different ways that they can beat you? They do. I hope they try that. They, they do. I mean, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. And, and our kids are, are ready to play, and they're, they're ready to go compete, and I'm excited to watch them. Excited to watch them. And you told us that you think your team is better prepared for this type of game than it was last year when you went to Kyle Field and Texas A&M. Why? I, I think it starts all the way back in, in January of 22, this past January. Uh, Coach Baker obviously started. Uh, the strength and conditioning program is where you develop your mental toughness, where you develop your physical toughness. It's where you take them to the brink of exhaustion, and you know you can push them a little bit further without hurting them, and them realizing that they can actually do it. And it starts. It started then. Uh, I mean, our, our idea around here is we don't have to have the most talent, you just have to have enough, and we have more than enough to be a very competitive football team and win games. And if you have enough talent and you're a tough guy, and most people aren't normally tough, you kind of have to beat it into them, and they become that way. I mean, Tavian, Tavian Combs is a perfect example. He tore his ACL. He got up to chase the football, took two steps, and realized something was wrong. And instead of laying there on the ground for somebody to come get him, he hopped his tail over to the sideline. Nobody even knew he was out until you guys noticed he wasn't on the field. So that's the mentality that we've been able to establish. And our kids, they walk past the mirror and they kind of flex and smile and they like what they see, which I don't think was <laughs> happening. And, and so they have this confidence that doesn't matter how big you are, I'm going to beat you until you drop. And so I'm excited to watch them try and do it. Coach, we're pumped <clears throat> to watch this team get this opportunity. Can't wait to see the Lobos on the field at Tiger Stadium on Saturday. Uh, best of luck against LSU. Thank you. Go get them. Appreciate it, sir. Good Lobo luck to you, too. Football, uh, thank you so much. Lobo football coach Danny Gonzalez. Remember, 
the Lobos and LSU. It's a 5.30 kickoff on the Bayou. Our airtime, 4.30 across the UNM Sports Radio Network. We're back here next week on a Wednesday night from 7 to 8 p.m. on Lobo Talk on the UNM Sports Radio Network, live at Salt Yard E. So long, everybody, and go Lobos. Lobo Talk is an exclusive presentation of the UNM Sports Network. The UNM Sports Radio Network is a division of Play Fly Sports.